welcome to another trip down the bourbon road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. Hey, this is Big Chief from the Bourbon Road, and I got a special bonus episode for you tonight. So I'm down here at Boxdale Air Force Base, Louisiana, with my stepson, Jacob Garrett. Jake, how are we doing tonight, man? I'm doing all right. So what are we going to do tonight? We're going to celebrate something? What are we celebrating? So we're celebrating, um, it was my uh, first Father's Day um, the other day, and got to celebrate Father's Day with you. Um, it was uh, my first uh, born son, uh, Luke. So we're going to celebrate that and your grandson as well. So how, how, uh, what, when was Luke born? He's about three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yes. On, on June 3rd, right? June 3rd. Yeah. June 3rd. <laughs> and how much did Luke weigh? Do you know? Eight pounds, seven ounces. And he's 21 inches long. Man, he's a big guy. He's a big baby. Yeah. So it wasn't all smooth selling and everything. It is a, a scary time, right? It's, it's been rough. It's been very tiring. Very tiring. <laughs> Everybody says, uh, you're not going to sleep when you have a uh, son. Um, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you guys had some medical issues or Luke had some medical issues, which, you know, for any parent is rough to watch your kid go through anything. But for a new parent, that's even scarier. And um, so we, we, we're going to drink something tonight, kind of ease those nerves a little bit. And so tonight, what are we going to drink tonight? So we have uh, regular Blanton's. We have Blanton's Gold, and then we have Blanton straight from the barrel. Yeah, so that's your your that's your mantra, right? That's my thing. I like it. That's your go to juice. Yes. So I brought you a bottle for Christmas or two bottles for Christmas down here because I I knew you loved it, and but uh, I'd had a bottle from Germany that actually one of your second aunts, I guess your mom's aunt, sent me from Germany, and then I had traded a bottle for. another bottle of bourbon I had for straight from the barrel. So yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to taste these three. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about fatherhood. We're going to talk about Blanton's talk about a little bit of everything. Um, so let's, let's get straight to that whiskey, that first one. And the, the first one we're going to start with is a standard expression, right? When was that? When was that a bottle? When was it bottled? So it was bottled, uh, 916 to 2019. Yeah, that's that's not too long ago, no, right? No, not not at all. So let's 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 nose this sucker. And if you listeners, if you can hear, it's uh it's thunderstorming outside, so you might hear that just a little bit. So what do you get on that? What do you get on your nose? I feel like a little bit of a toffee, maybe. Hmm. I tell you. I get some dried fruits, like dark dried fruits. I don't know if a raisin's a dark dried fruit, but I get that a little bit of orange zest, maybe. Yeah. You know, if you ever mm-hmm. watch your mom cook and she zests some orange, I get a little bit of that. Just a little bit of like a light oak on it. Yeah. Usually do more of the cooking than my mom, so. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. So just a little bit of that orange zest. Um, it, it, it's got a great nose on it, I think. Does do you, do you can you get that orange now that yeah. I said that? Mm-hmm. Real light on the oak now. Sixty eight years old is what it what it what's in the bottle. Um, all Blanton's comes as far as I know from Warehouse H. If if not, I'm sure one of our listeners will tell us. Um, and it's ninety proof, right? Mm-hmm. So it was at uh, ninety three. It says ninety three. Yes. So let's let's taste this.
I got a little bit of vanilla caramel on that. A bit of vanilla caramel. I, I get that. I get a little bit of light honey or some butterscotch. I still, I can taste those. You know, if you ever bought some like, not like boxed raisins, but you bought like, like Whole Foods or go to Trader Joe's or somewhere like that, that has big old fat raisins. I get that. You yeah. know, it's bigger raisins. I can taste that. <clears throat> you know, I can get all that in it. Just a little bit of heat on that back end. Just a little bit. But you know, it's a rye. Not not too hot. I can see why everybody loves it. Yep. You know what? What do you know about blends? So, um, introduced in 1984 by uh, Elmer Elmer T. Lee. And who was he? Was he the he's master distiller? Master distiller. Yep. It, uh, um, not Buffalo Trace at the time. It was owned by somebody else, but he was there for he was there for a long time. But do you know who it was named for? Uh, not too sure. So everybody calls him. Colonel Blanton, because he okay, was an yep, yep, honorary Kentucky colonel. The state of Kentucky, um, the governor will name people colonel. I'm actually a Kentucky colonel. Did you know that? No, I did not. <laughs> it's for doing stuff good for Kentucky. And um, I'd got mine when I was stationed up in Cincinnati, and I did a lot of stuff with Kentucky, and that's how I got to be a Kentucky colonel. Huh. I haven't kept up with my dues or anything. I guess I need to do that since I live in Kentucky now. Yeah. Um, but Albert... Um, he was a Kentucky Colonel, but he worked at, at the Buffalo Trace, which really, when he started out, he was 16 years old. He started there in 1897 and he worked there for 55 years and pretty much he did everything at the distillery you could think of, probably from sweeping the floors to, to the bottling line and eventually become the distillery supervisor. And he worked there for a long time, that 55 years at one place. It was definitely a long thing. You can hear that thunder <laughs> cracking in the background a little bit there. Um, definitely uh, big thunderstorms hitting here in Louisiana. Yep, always do. So he'd worked there for so long, and I think they wanted to honor him. So in really 1983, I think is, or 84 is when they released it, the first barrels or bottles of this. And it was the first um, modern single barrel that was released. And Elmer wanted to honor honor the great legend by naming something after him, and I think the company did too. And they came out of this, and they I don't know how they got the bottle, um, but it's definitely one of the most recognizable bottles of whiskey on the face of the earth. I think, especially the stoppers on the top. So tell me about the stoppers. What do you know about them? So the stoppers, um, they have uh, well horse. Uh, Horses on it with a jockey, um, and uh, in the bottom left corner by the horse's uh, foot hoof, um, it has letters, and if you collect all of them, it spells out Blanton's. Now you got a you got a full collection, don't you? I do. That, that was uh, <laughs> you guys actually brought it to me for Christmas. Um, I had a uh, a small collection of uh, just a couple letters, um, and then you guys just came and finished it off for me, and I have it set up right behind me on my uh, bar. I drink a lot of bourbon to get the rest of those letters. <laughs> yeah, well, I take it. But we also had a stockpile of uh, blends kind of for uh, families and friends. And what we would say is, hey, could you send your stopper back to us? And um, they would be kind enough to do that to it for us. And we end up having enough letters actually to make a couple. You'd be surprised how many bottles of blends you buy people when you live 15 miles down the road from it. Yeah, you buy them cheap too. <laughs> I don't know if it's cheap, but it is uh, it's a lot better price than, than what it is down here. Yeah, because uh, when we came down here at Christmas time, we'd stopped in New Orleans and 
we saw a bottle for like 250 up on a shelf in a store and i was just like oh that is crazy um but that is the bourbon world uh people kind of go crazy over stuff and uh, shops will go crazy and, and sell it for a lot um definitely good juice i think it, it to me it's worth the 50 to 60 bucks you buy it for i think that's that's what it is and hey this um this gold and this straight from the barrel might be a total different thing. So we'll see. So how is it being a new dad? So being a, being a father's tough. Um, it, it's very tiring and challenging. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a good reward in the end. Also what I would, what I want, uh, is from what you instilled on me when I was a young man, I would like to instill into my son. So he grows up to be a respectable young man. Um, yeah, that's how I am. At least, yeah, what I, at least what I think I am. I think that's what every good father wants is to raise their kids and make them a better, especially if it's a boy, I think. Um, you want them to be a better man than you were and have as good as ethics and morals as you had. And it's a, it, it definitely can be tough. It's a learning experience every day, right? It is, it is a big learning experience. Um, I'm learning every day. Um, you know, I didn't know how to change a diaper before three weeks ago. <laughs> I um, think every dad out there listening to this, either if they are about to have a kid, um, what advice would you give them? Just stay calm. Um, it's very, very tough. Um, but I would, I'd give advice to stay calm. Um, if you start feeling overwhelmed uh, and, and frustrated, walk away five minutes, take a couple deep breaths because it can really get to you. What about a little sip of bourbon? That that that'll definitely help you. <laughs> it, it's it's tough. Take take five minutes, walk away, take a couple deep breaths because it it'll raise your blood pressure and, and get you going and get you a little frustrated. Yeah, I can think back to when um, you know, your sister Elizabeth was born and um, how frustrated I was and I didn't know anything and we didn't have a whole lot of help there with us, so we we really didn't know what to do. So we're new parents and we're trying to figure figure life out and figure how to raise a kid and um when a kid got sick you're almost feel like you're do a doctor too and you're trying to figure out a doctor and luckily now you got a phone you can doctor's a phone call away mm -hmm. and you can make a phone call and just taking it all that that help you can get but back then you know 20 25 years ago you didn't have that that doc in a box where you could call automatically and get that advice yeah. so luckily you got that you got a great wife that's um taken to being a mother and um it's fun to watch come down here and watch all that and stuff. You know, I got, I got good friends on uh, either side of me that uh, there's a couple that has the, this second kid and, and a couple uh, on the other side of us that has another kid. So they've been giving us advice and uh, been helping us out a lot and, and been kind of, we're learning from them a little bit, I guess you could say a little bit. Now, I, so if you guys don't know, I said I was down here on Barksdale Air Force. Jacob is in the Air Force and he lives in a uh, on base in the Air Force community and everybody here is pretty much Air Force. There's some retirees on here, right? Yes. But um, most of everybody's Air Force. So everybody's just kind of bringing their families up together here. And I think that's a nice thing to have. And um, and you actually started a couple of people here that found out you're a bourbon guy. And they've come over and tried to go to your bar and yeah, the, the, get a couple of drinks. They're trying to, trying to grab some of this Blanton's and... Uh that's one that's uh yeah it's my go-to but it's it's one for special occasions except for the last bottle i think i had a little too much fun with that bottle but this <laughs> bottle is gonna last me a long time and uh one of my buddies uh that lives next door i did pour him a little tiny glass but that that was it for him I was like you're not getting any more of that 
Well, I think as you get older, you'll you'll find that you like to share your bourbon a lot more, and it it really doesn't matter which bottle it is. You'll just open it up, and um, I did have these two bottles I hadn't opened yet, and I've had them for not too long, um, but I still had them for the special occasion. Um, and I got another bottle for when Elizabeth has her first kid and, uh, whoever she's married to at the time or, you know, or for husband or whoever, uh, we're going to, we'll sit down and drink a little bit of bourbon together. So let's finish this, this bourbon up right here. This, uh, the standard Blanton's single barrel. I don't think it's too hot or anything like that. And it mm. just to me, it finishes medium. Now Blanton's not my go-to juice. It, it's definitely, it's a ride. I'm a weeded guy. So, and I've actually tried to introduce you to the world of wheats. Um, brought you some wellers this past year. And now, that, that one was, uh, I tried that uh, a couple months ago and that was, that was really good too. I did post something on social media about opening up that bottle and I was, I was really fond of that bottle. Well, so we're going to move on to the Blanton's gold, right? <clears throat> So Blanton's Gold was uh, released in um, 2012, late 2012 was actually the first one. It was like, I think 11, 12, 12 was the first bot barrel dumped for it. And it wasn't released in, it was limited release in the United States and until this year. This year is where they just started uh, putting it to the United States and said, hey, let's, let's go ahead and, and sell it across the United States. So we're going to open this sucker up. That is one I have not seen at all. Now, what's the proof on this one? Proof is 103. 103. So we're stepping it up from 93 to 103, right? Yes. And March 26, 2019 is when this was dumped. Now, it could be the bottles. The Blanton's Gold from, from Europe, to me, it looks like it's a different bottle. I can't really tell than the Blanton's bottle. Looks a tiny bit I would say thinner, maybe a little bit, just not even that much taller. And I haven't seen any of Black and Gold's bottles from um, from the U.S. yet. But the horse is is a gold plated horse, not real gold. I doubt, I doubt that. Is there any letters on that one? There actually is a letter on there, man. If you <laughs> if you got all gold Platins horses, you're you're the man. You that means you've got a lot of uh, bottles of bourbon, and it feel it's pretty heavy, a little stopper and stuff well let's nose this thing man i still get more fruit on that um i still feel like i'm i'm getting the as the tiny bit a little bit of alcohol on the nose i do smell that very lightly though you get, I'm get, I'm still getting that fruit on it. That, that little bit of citrus, a little bit of oak coming through there. Some dried fruit. I, I don't get the alcohol at all. And you know, I'm a little bit more, I think I'm just more of a bourbon bullshitter than you are, I guess. I mean, yeah, you've been doing it a lot longer <laughs> than me. I, I'm, I'm one that just likes to drink it. Now you, so you, you're already a good experience, like bourbon drinker. And, um, do you remember your first, first bourbon you had? Did you steal it from my bar? No, I think what I st- <laughs> what I stole from you was eighteen hundred. That was some tequila. Yeah, uh, my first ever of some uh, liquor, maybe bourbon or whiskey, was uh, some Jack Daniels. Was a uh, freshman year 
prom. That was, you know, back in 2005. Yeah, I remember that night you came home. Yeah. <laughs> went out to a party after prom and had some Jack Daniels and came back feeling pretty good. And <laughs> my mom caught me in the basement and was like, how are you feeling? I was like, well, yeah, I just, let me go to bed. <laughs> Well, that's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I had stories like that and we'd always taught you that, uh, you know, I, th- I think we taught you good that if you're going to drink, drink at home and ask us if you'd like to taste something, we'd always go camping all the time. And I'm sure you have fond <laughs> memories of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd always share something with you and I don't think that's bad parenting. I think that's just responsible parenting and parenting and saying, Hey, don't drink and drive and uh, be responsible. Don't over consume. And, um, you know, just be responsible with your drinking. So yeah, except for that bar time from, from your house, that is not a good idea. <laughs> so what he's talking about, he t- took and uh, took a whole bunch of uh, liquor from us. Right. And uh, some uh, craft uh, beers. It was a, uh, what kind of beer was it? It was some stouts. I'm trying to think where that, it was from Watkins Glen, New York is where it was from. Yeah. And you kept we, it in the boiler room at the time and, it was very warm. <laughs> <laughs> so we had all this, a lot of beer from Watkins Glen. I think we went to like two or three distilleries there on our way from moving from Michigan to up to Maine um, for the Coast Guard. And we, me and your mom had stopped there and bought some beer. And then we brought it with us to Michigan. And it was like your first summer there, first, uh, maybe your first school year. And we had it bunched down there. And we were just kind of easing our way through all that. We had like a couple cases of it. And, uh, this lady comes and knocks on our door. She's like, Hey, I think all this booze is yours. And I got defensive. I was like, well, how do you know it's mine? I mean, what, what makes all that mine? You can go buy most of that stuff. She's like, well, this is Watkins Glen beer. And she's like, I, I know almost everybody in Booth Bay Harbor, Maine. And I don't think anybody's ever been to Watkins yeah, Glen. It's a small town. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, It's uh, on the coast and you know, everybody does know everybody. So, well, let's taste this thing. I don't think that that tastes any different than than the regular plant. It's a little sweeter. Not not too much different at all. And maybe that's because that's it. It's that ten points higher on the proof. Maybe I don't know. I, I get more honey out of that. Uh, almost a sugar smackums. Um, you remember eating sugar smackums as a kid? No. No. What I'm, kind of cereal uh, did you eat as a kid? I don't even remember. Oh, uh, I was more of a. Uh, Reese's uh, Puffs and uh, the uh, Reese's Puffs. Um, oh, that's because your mom loves those and things. The, the Cookie Crisp. Cookie, uh, yeah. Cookie Crisp. Yeah, that's not, that cereal's not my jam. I like the frog, the sugar smack. I still eat those today. What, sugar smackums? No, the Reese's. <laughs> I'll go out and get some Reese's. Eat that to this day. I'm almost 30 years old and I still eat that. I don't eat the healthy stuff. Would you pour Blanton's over it? No. <laughs> no, I won't waste good Blanton's on cereal. So what do you, what do you think about this gold? Like you said, it's not too much different from uh, the Blanton straight, but uh, it's still good. I like it. Now, I think the new MSRP on this in the United States is $125. Would you, do you think you'd spend $125 on it? If you had $125, would you spend $125 if on it? If I had $125, I would. Like just, just rolling around money? Yeah, if I had, you know, rolling around in money, I would, but. You're not at that point in your life right now. No, not yet. Just got to wait for old dad to come down to, still, to Louisiana. Still making rank too, so. <laughs> you got to wait till I come down here and bring bourbon <laughs> that with too. me. Yeah. So I, I think this is a pretty good bourbon. I'm glad they said, hey, let's give our consumers in America 
this stuff. Let's give them another Something expression. Different. Yeah. And, uh, and people are getting it. I, I think maybe that, maybe that was the thing. They saw people like me getting and stuff, posting photos of it. And Hey, where'd that guy get that? And get their hands on bottles and stuff. Cause you could definitely get your hands on a bottle, but it would cost you. Now this was a gift to me. So I, it was free for me and I'm almost happy to get it. So let's finish this up. So that lady that come to our door, I had to admit to her. I said, well, that, that is that. Yeah, that's our beer. I, I definitely bought that in Watkins Glen, New York. Um, and then you, you, you got punished a little bit. We're not going to go through what the punishment was, but you definitely got punished, right? Yeah. The next day was pretty rough for me. Yeah. It was a rough day. It was a rough day for all of us. Yeah. It hurt me more than hurt you. It's a learning experience. Are you, you know? going to say that to your son? Hopefully he never does it. But you're, you don't think, Hey, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. I'm sure it will. Yeah, because it's tough. Well, I'll tell you this, because you told me you like got I, some good alcohol back there. I don't want him to touch that. <laughs> so you said that you would want to have a girl, too. And I will just tell you this. Raising a boy and raising a girl are two different things. Um, That's what everybody said. Yeah, I don't think a, a little boy or even a teenage boy will ever make you cry. You won't yeah. lose it. You, 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 I don't even know if you, I lost any sleep over you. I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. I might have cried a little bit when you lost a uh, state championship in Maine wrestling. Yeah. Um, that, that hurt a little bit. Three times we, in a row. We put so much effort into into that those years there. And um, I, you were a teenager, so you know you just wanted to have fun. And I, I get that now. But, man, I might have wanted it just as bad as you because we'd put so much work and effort into it. Even – have, having you drop weight and stuff, I'd have to go into the sauna with you to drop weight, right? Making it to states, though, it's that was that was a big accomplishment for me. But I mean, hey, I would I would like to win it. You know, I went sophomore, junior, senior year um, to states, but I put in the work, but apparently not enough. Not enough, right? Yeah. Well, hey, we've all been there at one point in our life and stuff, and that that is an accomplishment to to make it to a state championship. You know, three years in a row, and um, you know, you just. You were a tall and lanky kid going up against some really short kids in your weight class. I mean, I started wrestling my freshman year. There's kids that was that have been doing it, you know, right when they could walk. Yeah. They started, yeah. you know, they've been in it their whole life. Well, like I was saying, though, raising a girl and a boy are two totally different things. And I'm sure all the dads out there, especially that have grown kids now, would say, yeah, that's a t- Two different totally things, right? Because a little girl, you know, she could wrap her dad around her finger. And to this day, uh, my daughter could still break my heart in a second, uh, either by saying something or me having to. I don't think I, I I can't punish her anymore. She's 24 years old. But there's been times where I've had to give her tough love. and it, I knew it hurt me more than it hurt her. Yeah. Um, so... I'm sure, like I said, all the dads out there that have grown kids would agree with me. And you're going to feel that one day, too, I'm sure. So what's your final thoughts on that Blanton's Gold? I enjoyed it. Well, you know, like before we said, it's uh, not too much different. Uh, you can taste a little bit of difference, um, but it's still worth it. Still um, a good bottle to open up and give it a shot. I don't know if it's the same... Um, age or not and I, I guess i should look up more on that and stuff um but i can taste more sugar on it i think and i don't know if that's because they the proof and stuff and that i think that's what it is you still taste a lot more sugars and caramels inside that so we're going to pour this third pour right here 
and this is straight from the barrel. Now, I actually traded for this bottle right here, and I felt like I made out. I traded a bottle of this Peerless, which was a newer distillery in Kentucky. They, they're right there in Louisville. Um, I traded, and it was one of the inaugural release bot- bottles that was signed. So I traded for it, and I felt like it, at the time, and I still feel like I made a good trade. Um, I feel like you got to steal off that. You, you think I got to steal? That, that's a good one right there. <laughs> so we're going to try this thing. We pour us a pour. I feel like if I had that bottle, I wouldn't trade it off. You? How many people would you let drink from this? Probably none. I'll probably just keep this one to myself. Like I'm going to do with my blends right now. I actually have a third or fourth bottle of Blattens at home. I've got a green bottle too, and I think that's 80, 80 or 83 proof. That's the uh, reserve. Uh, yep. So this was uh, first dumped in 2012 was when it first came out. Um, seven, six, so a little bit before the gold. And you can find this in the United States, um, lim- kind of limited market, but I think you find it more overseas. So all three of those, all three of these bare bottles right here were all dumped in 2019 right around each other. I think one was dumped in March and then one was dumped in June. And I think you said that the other bottle I brought you was from September timeframe. Yep. Uh, the gold was uh, March. Uh, the reserve was April and the original was uh, September. Well, let's notice this thing. Man, I'm definitely getting some bacon spices coming through on that. Ah, that's that raisin is coming through now, and it's some oak, you know. So, what's the proof on this bottle right here, Jake? One twenty-five point six. One twenty-five point six. I am getting the oak too. You know that you can look at the bottle and and see how much darker this juice is than the other juice. Definitely a nice expression. Let's go ahead and taste this thing. What do you think? It's good. What are you getting out of it? I feel like I'm getting like it is. Um, I feel like I'm tr- trying to get that. Uh, I'm do feeling that a uh, little bit of a uh, charred from the barrel. I feel like I taste a little bit of that. Um, slight little spice to it. Um, and then kind of spice going back down in your throat too. Like what kind of spice? Like a cinnamon or a clove or? Mm. See, I get a little bit of clove and cinnamon in, in this one. Um, not a bunch of bite on the back end, but a little bit. And I think that's more from the proof than from the barrel. I'm going to get that oak. I get that, still get that raisin, maybe um, like, a, like a rum cake or something. What's that oh. uh, fruit cake? At Christmas time, I don't like the fruit cake. You don't like the fruit no, cake. not at all. The rum <laughs> cake, though, who, yeah. Who does like fruit cake? You. I don't. Well, if you have, if you warm it up, right, and you drink it with some cold milk, it's pretty good. That's not for me. That's not for you. No, you like that pink salad too. Oh, <laughs> well, you got to tell everybody what pink salad is. <laughs> Something my mom makes. I don't, just, That's a family recipe from my grandmother. 
I don't like it. Now you feel bad, don't you? No, I don't. You don't feel bad? No, I don't like it. There's some things I don't like. I really don't even know what's in pink salad. I don't think I've ever made pink salad myself. My mom's always made it. My grandmother made it. And your mom, my mom showed your mom how to make it. And it's just one of those family things. Now, me and my little brother, right? You've seen both of us Mm -hmm. devour like this giant bowl of that stuff together. Because he absolutely loves it. Whenever he'd come to our house for Thanksgiving or Christmas time, he would would, uh, take in... Like, Viv, could you make that pink salad? So we yeah. would we would eat pink salad together. It's so. all for you. <laughs> so this definitely has a lot of bacon spice in it, a lot of those dark fruits, some maybe candied uh candied cherries or dried cherries. Can you taste that proof difference though? And oh, from the other two bottles? I definitely can. It almost coats your mouth like it sits um, there like for a almost, second. Almost like you're eating some maple syrup on some pancakes. It, it'll sit sit in your mouth for a minute, it's, it's unlike the other ones. It's got a long finish on it. Mm-hmm. I would put this right up against Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Um, I think it would stand with it all day long. And I lo- a lot of people would be like, that's blasphemy or something, but it's Blanton's. And Blanton's got a lot of love out there. A lot of people love, love Blanton's. People um, go crazy I, over it. They do. You can never find a bottle of it anywhere, barely. Some some places that have 10 cases, it's gone in five minutes. Unless you're a big chief. Yeah. You can get it wherever, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, sometimes you look at stuff. This trip has been a good trip for me and stuff. I'm actually leaving Louisiana with uh, three, really four cases of bourbon. I think I got a total of 24, 25 bottles, 26 bottles <sighs> of bourbon I'm bringing back with me. And I left a little bit for you too, right? I did. So you got lucky. It's been a good trip, Jake. I'm uh, I'm glad that we got to celebrate Father's Day together. We got to take a little road trip to a distillery and do an episode. Um, that that was fun listening in. Um, my house is always open to you. Um, it was great having you. What about all our listeners? Can they come down here and hang out and drink your bourbon too? If they can get on base. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake. Hey, let's finish this bourbon up. We'll get off here. We'll, we'll drink a little bit more bourbon. Man, I love you. Um, I say cheers to you and Luke, and uh, I know you're going to be a great dad. Thank I know you. all the other dads out there. This is after Father's Day, but I say happy Happy Father's Day to you. Um, happy Father's Day to you a little bit. I mean, I told you the other day, and I'll tell you again. So if you see Jake out there, make sure you offer him a glass of bourbon. Or, you know, give me a bottle. Get you a bottle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said he's an Air Force guy. He could always use some. So look him up. He's on. He's actually on Facebook. He's not on Instagram. I've been trying to get him to get an Instagram account. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I can, I can get him talked into it. But you can find The Bourbon Road at The Bourbon Road on Instagram, The Bourbon Road Facebook page. We actually have a group called The Bourbon Roadies on Facebook. Come in there. Join us. We have master distillers. We have industry leaders. We got guys like me, the bourbon bullshitters, that just like to talk about bourbon. We like to share bourbon, um, anything bourbon. We we want to experience that culture with you. Put your photos in there like Jake has. And uh, you can find me at One Big Chief on Instagram. And you can find Jim at jshannon63 on Instagram. So we'll see you on down the bourbon road. appreciate all of our listeners and we'd like to thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with us here on the bourbon road we hope you enjoyed today's show and if so we would appreciate if you'd subscribe and rate us a five star with a review on itunes 
Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Bourbon Road. That way you'll be kept in the loop on all the Bourbon Road happenings. You can also visit our website at thebourbonroad.com to read our blog, listen to the show, or reach out to us directly. We always welcome comments or suggestions, and if you have an idea for a particular guest or topic, be sure to let us know. And again, thanks for hanging out with us.